Good afternoon, everybody. You're listening to the Mindset Matters Podcast. I'm your host, Riley Jensen, and today in episode 104, we are talking about dreams. Are you a dreamer? Do you want to be a dreamer? Were you once a dreamer? This episode is So I need to rewind the clock about five years ago at this time. I was working for a high level in Fortune 500 company and I was working really hard and I really felt like I was super disciplined at the time. And there are a lot of things that I had going for me um, at that time about five years ago. And, you know, I was doing CrossFit every day. I was making good decisions on eating. My work ethic was off the charts. I was working hard, not necessarily smart all the time, but I was working very hard. Physically, I feel like I was doing well. I think that mentally I was doing well, and I was certainly doing well temporally as I was making very, very good money for this company. And at this time, about five years ago, I called my friend and we were talking about his work and we were talking about my work and we're getting into some of the details of it. And he said almost immediately into our conversation, he said, it's time for you to quit that job. And I was like, excuse me? And he goes, yeah, it's time to quit. And I immediately went into defense mode. I gave him all the excuses and the reasons that I should stay. And I told him how I was making good money for my family and how there were deals on the horizon, that my wife would never let me quit, and how there was a lot of prestige in working for this company. His response, I don't care. You need to quit. It's time to start doing what you were born to do. I was really hesitant, but something inside of me knew that he was right. Something inside of me knew that I needed to do exactly what he was saying. For the next month, I couldn't sleep. I was uneasy. I most certainly had not told my wife about the feeling inside. I was tossing, I was turning, I was thinking about it all the time, and I could feel anxiety building up in my chest a little bit. See, the problem with my thoughts or my dream was that it would require me going back to school at the age of 40. It would require me going back and taking the GRE test that I was a little bit scared of because of math. I don't know why I feared math. I've always done pretty well in math. And I couldn't imagine presenting that to my wife and her going for that. I mean, what person in their right mind would go for that? And then the miracle conversation happened. I came home from work about a month later, and my wife basically had the same conversation with me that my friend had had. She said to me, she goes, what are you doing? And I go, what do you mean, what am I doing? She goes, you're not happy. And I go, of course I'm happy. I'm working for this company, like things are going well, I'm making good money, we're thinking about having a kid, like things are going well. And she goes, no, you're not. And I go, sure I am. She goes, well, let me ask you this question. Do you want to work for this company in five years? I'm like, oh, no, no way. I don't, I don't want to work for this company in five years. This is a lot of stress. And she said, then, then what are we doing? What are we going to do? Are we going to bounce around from bad sales job to bad sales job for the rest of your life? And by the way, I'm not ripping on sales jobs. It just seemed like... The sales jobs that I had been in were not, were not fantastic. And I said, well, I don't know. And she goes, well, what is it that you've wanted to do? And I go, to be honest with you, I've been talking for 15 years about being a sports psychologist. 
And I always thought that I would do it. I always thought that I could do it. And I just haven't done it. And she goes, what's stopping you? And I go, well, I didn't, I, I don't know. I don't know. What is stopping me? And she goes, I'll tell you what, I'll make a deal. She goes, I've got a good five or six years in me. Um, I, I like my career. I'm not having trouble working. Um, why don't you figure out what it is that you need to do, what tests you need to do, everything that you need to do to get into school. And if you get into school, quit your job and go back to school and get a degree in sports psychology. Can you believe that? First of all, what an awesome wife, right? But second of all, my wife had just given me permission to chase my dreams. Do you know how liberating that is? Do you know how good it feels to feel like someone is on your team? Within a few months, I had taken the necessary steps. The, the necessary steps. I had studied and taken the GRE, te- GRE test that I had feared. And by the way, special thank you to Ken Rasband who helped me with the math portion of that test, to study for the math portion of that test. And I was accepted to the university of my choice. It seemed like I was on the right of my life. And then, not long after getting accepted into school, it seemed like people started breaking out the haterade and drinking it right in front of me. I could hear the whispers. Did Riley really quit this job to go back to school? How irresponsible is Riley? Who's paying for his school? Some people said it right to my face. Man, I wish I had a sugar mama like that so I could just quit and go back to school. Some people were hurtful. Some people just kind of made me smile. And depending on the comment, it hurt or it didn't hurt. And then I noticed about a year into school, it felt like the momentum shifted. People started being really positive with me. Man, I wish I had the guts to do what you're doing. And my response was, you do. You do have the guts. And some people expressed support. Some people expressed admiration. And others commended me for all the hard work that I was putting in and that they really felt like I was a good example to them. Isn't that interesting? It felt great. I really feel like the momentum shifted because I did. There are definitely people who are sewers and drains, but for the most part, I really believe that people are fountains. People want to support you. People want to cheer you on. Their support and kind words and encouragement really helped me. In fact, it still helps me. Please know that I'm not sharing this story with you to brag or to be cocky. My intention in sharing this story with you guys is to, to inspire. I did And I was able to accomplish a really difficult career change at the age of 40, and I'm loving it. Am I still scared? Heck yes, I am. Am I fearful? Every day. You can bet on it. But the tools and the lessons that I've learned in the last five years, I would trade with no one. In fact, I use all these tools I share with you on a daily basis in my own life and for my own career. To be honest with you, sometimes I feel that this podcast is more for me than it is for you. At the end of the day, it's about facing fears, about our dreams, and acknowledging those fears, and chasing our dreams anyway. Isn't it? When I think about the path that I'm on, there is one thought that keeps resonating with me. I know that if I could time travel, and that if I could go back and talk to 18-year-old Riley, 
that 18-year-old Riley would be really proud of me. In fact, I think he'd be giving me high fives about my career path and my decisions. And 18-year-old Riley thought he was going to be an attorney and living in a completely different neighborhood with a different standard for happiness. So here's my challenge to you today in hopes that you will chase your dreams. These are things that I believe have really helped me in chasing this career path that I'm on and chasing this dream. Number one, belly laugh each day. Get a degree in humor while you chase your dreams. It will help you through the rough times. And besides, research has shown that a good laugh each day can relieve pain, bring you happiness, and even increase your, your immunity to sickness. Two, travel. Go see the world. Travel somewhere. Expand your horizons and your thoughts as to how this world works. Travel usually makes you step out of your comfort zone, and that is going to be a key skill for you as you chase your dreams, to get comfortable with being uncomfortable while you chase them. Three, share your knowledge. Teach someone. Mentor someone. Volunteer to speak somewhere. You will find that this will be thought-provoking and inspirational, and it just may be the key skill to you acquiring your dreams. Four, be authentic. Don't take yourself so seriously. You are going to make mistakes. In fact, you're going to make a lot of them. Embrace your mistakes. Hug your fears. Ralph Waldo Emerson, who I just recently found out is a distant relative of mine, said, be silly, be honest, be kind. Try it. I think you'll like it. And five, uplift others. We talked about kindness on this podcast yesterday. Lifting others is a great way to be a great teammate and to be a great mentor and to be a great friend. It also seems to be a recipe for success. If you want success in chasing your dreams, help others to chase theirs. Know this. You do not need permission from anyone to be great. Let me repeat that. You do not need permission from anyone to be great. Don't sit around waiting for someone to tell you that you are ready to start chasing your dreams. Start today. Start small if you have to, but for heaven's sakes, start. The last five years have been so inspirational to me. If I hadn't had started this path, I would have missed out on some amazing opportunities and some amazing friends. That's all I have for today. Will you do me a favor? Will you share this podcast with other people? Share it on Twitter, share it on Facebook, share it on Instagram, whatever you have to do, just share. I'm trying to get more comments and ratings on iTunes as well, so if you have a moment, give us a rating and a comment. If you have questions about this episode, feel free to email me at Riley at MountainWestElite.com or via Twitter at Riley Jensen. And hey, let's do this again tomorrow.